0: I'm Drea. I'm Meg. I'm Tina. And I'm Jess. And this is Pardon My Stash. Welcome to Pardon My Stash, a podcast about knitting within the fiber arts and how awesome it is. Woo! Before we get into today's topics, let's find out what everybody is working on, Drea. I am still plugging away
1: on the Kimmy Shawl by Isabel Prima. Very nice. I'm using.
0: Faded jeans. Faded jeans. <laughs> I Silver, don't know.
1: Silver moon fiber arts. Yeah. Probably.
0: With, of the jeans.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> of the jeans. 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 Jeez. Faded jeans. Word jeans is
2: going to lose all meaning.
1: <laughs> I've actually gotten a, a fair amount done in the second lace section.
0: Like, oh, it looks, yay. oh,
1: that's pretty. Yeah. It's it actually
0: looks like little, if for people who are, need more visual, it looks like little bobbles, but flat bobbles. Yeah. Like, and it has nice little lace in between. Yeah. It's very, that'd be a good pineapple pattern. Wouldn't it? Yeah. That's a good pineapple texture pattern.
1: So you could do the shawl in like that golden yellow color, and then oh. you can uh, do the border in a green, and it can be a pineapple. Oh, shawl. there you go. Yeah.
0: I need pineapple everything.
1: I mean, I might redo this shawl again. I mean, I just want can be matches. Yeah. We can have a pineapple shawl and a pineapple hat. Just
2: pineapple everything. Pineapple gloves. Pineapple socks. Anyways. Anyways. Meg, what you working on? So I finished my Selbu Modern um, this past weekend. That came out so good.
3: Thank Thank you.
0: Sorry. The clapping's a little excessive on this one.
2: (laughs) Um, so I finished that and we still have a couple of weeks, uh, till the make along. And I was kind of bereft because ocean stones is in a timeout while I think about what I did. (laughs) No, it was bad. I, I almost cried um, during our last broadcast. I made a huge mistake and, um, I have to rip back a bunch of rows and I just, it was one of those things where I'm like, it's going in a bag. I can't look at it. Um, so know what did. Be, I, I do. I, know. <laughs> I, I won't even blame it. It's not its fault. Oh, it's okay. my fault. I know what I did. <laughs> I, I made a huge mistake. Um, but anyway, so I um, I pulled out a pattern that I have wanted to knit for years that I'm pretty sure I can dash off before the make-along. Um, it is called Minted by Andrea Mori of Dreya Renee Knits. Um, I actually bought the yarn for this. We've talked about this before, a few years ago, and um, as I was rolling it, realized that uh, my incredibly intelligent self purchased two skeins of alpaca blend. So oh, I, and right. now I yeah, have that. Yeah, I bet you remember. Yeah, I'll bet you remember. Um, so, knows that alpaca. so, um I, so I had this beautiful pattern that I have wanted to make for so long. And it's actually supposed, it's supposed to be like a sport weight held together with a, um, you know, a, a lace weight, like an alpaca. And I said, well, I'm going to try a mohair. And it took me years to find the replacements. And my replacement yarns are actually, it's wool folk, it is a sport weight. It is incredibly soft and it's a number colorway. So I can't tell you what colorway it is, but I can just say that it's white. And the partner yarn is one I'm super excited about. It is from The Wandering Flock and it is a mohair silk in the colorway Moonstone. It is this really pretty, very, very, very pale, ethereal purple, blue, and pink. And the first off, the fabric it makes is like probably my favorite thing. I just want to roll in it because um, it's like it almost looks like um, iridescent because it, mm-hmm. it looks kind of white in some lights and color in others. But the most exciting thing about this, guys, is that I have found out that I can knit with a silk mohair blend and I have no allergy problems. What's Yay! Yay! Yeah, yeah. You say that applause because I need that applause. <laughs> air, this was a for win you. for me. There <laughs> for you. So I am really enjoying this. Anyway, that was my very long roundabout way of saying what oh, I am. That's enjoyed. so
1: exciting. That it is so exciting. exciting. I should. I should make a hat with you with the yarn that you gave me.
2: Oh, you no. should. <laughs> you should. You should make this. hat. The I hat,
0: hat Meg that Meg can hat. touch and the hat that Meg cannot touch. Yeah. Right. <laughs> For
2: the forbidden hat. For the forbidden hat. <laughs> okay, but that one, the one that I had to give up, and those of you that have touched this will understand my pain, it was Farmer's Daughter Odang. Like, oh, it was It's so no. luxurious. It yeah, is. It is. Um, and I'm so allergic to it, but I'm I, not allergic to this.
1: I am really looking forward to working with it.
2: Because <laughs> goats are awesome. Well... mohair and silk straight mohair has also given me issues well straight mohair is a
3: little bit scratchy
2: but this is like oh it's heaven anyway moving on
3: (laughs) Jess I am on the last five rows of my I Am Dragon 2 cowl um
0: yeah, wins all around tonight. Yeah. It wins. It's all a lot around. of wins. A lot We're of
3: just, wins. Like, I, I was ahead of where I thought. I thought I had a, an extra like um, 10 repeats on top of that. And I was like, oh man, I miscalculated my yarn because I'm not going to have enough for this. I am going to be playing some yarn chicken. And I don't think i'm going to be playing yarn chicken anymore so yeah maybe maybe a little bit of yarn chicken but not to the same i concept. i don't think you're gonna i, I, I don't saying, know looking I, at your the ball of yarn i really don't think I should gonna be okay be yarn, yeah i really don't think it's five rows yeah that's like a quarter of a skein so <laughs> you're gonna be sweet. fine <laughs> um but yeah so after that then it's just you know it's gotta sit there because i have to order a a class piece and then I gotta do the whole blocking thing and all that, but it looks good. I'm happy with it. Um, and yeah, that's where that's where we're at. And nice. I don't know what I'm doing after getting ready to cast on for the make along. Some teapots, <laughs> teapots, tea cozies. Mine's gonna be a basket of flowers.
0: <laughs> Mine's gonna be a snail. Yeah. Tino, what are you working on? Okay, so. Bear with me on this. So it's like I'm doing this like kind of I don't know if it's weird, but um, I'm basically what I'm calling a master gauge sheet. And it's because I have um, I have a couple of patterns that I've created um, and I have gotten several requests to grade them into different weights and uh, different sizes. So the size is not a big deal. I, I got the sizes the weights of yarn is challenging,
3: challenging,
0: especially for things that you have in like bulky or super bulky, and trying to put that down into, um, like even a DK. Uh, because, say, for example, like the seed dot beanie is in a bulky and an Aaron, grading them into different yarn weights has been a bit challenging. Um, because not only do you can't really do kind of the same pattern to a degree, because Say for this, the seed dot beanie, it's the you can't really see the dots as much in a smaller yarn, yeah. anywho. So, before I could even do that, really though, I need to understand what my gauge would be in several weights of yarn. So, I've decided that um, I'm going to basically pick um, six yarns that I'm going to use going forward as kind of like my base. So my lower weights, I'm doing uh, critical hit dyes in fingering DK and worsted, and I'm doing Malabrigo for the Aaron weight, and I'm doing Lion Brand for the super bulky and the bulky, just because it's it's just easy, easily available. All of that is easy, easily available for me. <laughs> yeah. cool. So, um, so yeah, I've been right now. I'm working on. I have um, critical hits dyes Rogue, which is their fingering weight. And I have it in Grandmama's egg, and I am creating a gauge swatch with that in a US size two. And I'm gonna see where it goes and see if I can get it up to uh, with my proportional equation doing US three and four, um, just so I have options. Cause like it kind of looks a little different if you use like a heavier needle and whatever. Mm. Anyway, lots of technical stuff, I guess, is what I'm
1: working on. <laughs> So basically what you're doing is swatches.
0: Yeah, I'm doing a whole bunch of swatches because I I want, I really want this sheet to kind of like represent where I'm at. Because if I have this sheet, I know that I can then pretty much make whatever I want. If I want to make a fingering weight shawl, um, I know what that weight is. I know what my gauge is. I can just go from there. So yeah, it's a lot of gauge swatches, but I am really, I'm going to be really satisfied once this is done. And then um, there is like, I have this whole kind of theme that I would of pattern that I want to do for the upcoming fall season I'd spent in my brain for like the last like month I really 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 want to make these patterns I and want to test knit them. I know I already told you about them but I'm not going to say it on the podcast I'll tell you Jess and Meg later but like I have this really cute kind of thematic idea for the fall and it would be easier to do it if I had this master gauge sheet because then I could kind of yeah and like do different weights and stuff and i like to make it as accessible as possible i love the idea of making patterns like really accessible to like whatever you have and um especially like classics like the one like the very vital beanie i have like that's just a standard stock net it's nothing crazy so it'd be cool to like be able to put that in different weights
2: i really appreciate it when um testers do the the and take the time to grade their pattern in different weights because sometimes that's what I'm feeling right now yeah. it's a, um, D- a Dutch Girl Creations does that with all of her patterns she goes yep. from like DK to super bulky and you know sometimes I'm feeling a super bulky sometimes I'm feeling a worsted and you know having that option to make the hat in different sizes or the cowl or whatever it's it's really cool and I I really appreciate that when a designer does that so I think this is a it's a really awesome idea that you've got. Yeah, and I I think Dutch girl pretty much uses Malabrigo, right? She does use a lot of Malabrigo for
0: her uh, yeah. for her tests. Yeah, because I find that people who are doing stuff that I'm talking about right now tend to kind of stick with a brand so that the, it it's consistent. Yeah. Um, but I I just personally just because I already had the Malabrigo Mecca and the wool spun from the Seed Dot Beanie, I already had that gauge. And I have the hometown gauge of the Super Bowl key. So I was like, all right, well, I'll just you know, maybe eventually I'll just be critical hit dies exclusive and just go from there. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just go from there. Be sure to check out our website Partedmyistaash.com for more information as well as pictures regarding our current projects, patterns, and yarns. <laughs> So for this week, we have an episode that is dear to my heart, a topic that will reign in infamy. <laughs> um, what do you got? I would like to discuss irreplaceable yarns. Oh. What the heck do you do with them? We got a question in uh, from our email form and someone had, had suggested this uh, topic idea and I really, really resonated with this. <laughs> So I thought it would be appropriate um, that I was hosting this topic because um, I have a lot of those. Uh, I have an entire uh, lit pegboard of <laughs> yeah.
3: Um
0: And, um, you know, there's a lot of different um, kind of ways that people have like, oh, I'm going to do it like this or I'm going to do it like that. Um, but I would love to see before I put in my two cents, I would love to see what you guys think in terms of what, how, maybe we should talk about what is an irreplaceable yarn first.
1: Well, irreplaceable yarn for me is uh, like a discontinued yarn. Mm -hmm. You know, a dyer isn't making it anymore. They don't make the colorway. Maybe they went out of business. Mm -hmm. Like you can't, you cannot get this again.
3: Yeah.
2: I would, I, I agree with that. I think I'd also add like maybe if you are traveling, And you get a local yarn from a a place that you probably will not go to again. That maybe is, well, probably isn't available readily to you online. Also, maybe a skein that was a gift from somebody. If somebody picked something out specifically for you. Yeah. Those can be kind of hard to part, not part with, but decide what to make with them. Because nothing quite lives up to, up to the skein. The skein is already so wonderful. And you're like... If I use it, then I won't have it anymore. And Then what?
3: Special colorways. Oh, yeah.
2: Limited edition colorways. Yeah. Yeah. They can't can't be replicated. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm using one of those right now for my secret knit that I'm doing. I love that colorway so much, too. Like, I'm really sad. Because when you started using it, I'm like, oh, my God, I love that. And then you're like, it's limited edition. And I'm like, crap.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And also hilariously, I was uh, sitting with Drea and there is a really good chance that I am not going to have enough yarn, but, I <laughs> I so, but we came up with a good game plan. Yeah. I can't say it because I'll give away what it is, but like we came up with a good game plan of like kind of substituting this, like it. a contrast. Yeah. So that it looks hey, good. That uh, works. That works. Um, so it's fine. It's just, I was just cracking up because I was, I was so excited to use that particular yarn and then i just completely disregarded the whole like make
2: sure the yard is just enough. Like, this then, is what happens when i use my irreplaceable stain
0: yeah i get too excited <laughs> and i forget that there's like rules to like you know knitting. <laughs> <laughs> physics there's physics limitations did you know that <laughs> yeah. science Anyways.
2: Uh- <laughs> there's <laughs> math involved <laughs>
0: Crap! There is a lot of math involved, actually. It really is. Uh, It was
2: even. Yeah.
0: Um, But Jess, what about you? What? How do you feel about irreplaceable yarns?
3: Um, Like I said, mine. Mine are more like colorway based. Like if it's if it's special colorway, although less traveled yarns now in general. I'm like, oh. Oh, oh, I know that's so sad. It's going to be real hard limited edition
1: to use any Um, of them now.
0: Yeah.
3: But but. Yeah, so it's, like, that's, th- those are the ones I tend to look at. There's also some, too, where it's, like, um and I, I don't think I've run into this often, but where it's, like, they change, like, a uh, supplier. Oh, yeah. Like supplier's oh, no more, yeah, no the base is different. So the base yeah. is different. And a lot of times it's, like, it's not that huge of difference or it's just as nice. But every once in a while you get that one, you're, like, oh, it's just, it's just not there. It's yeah. just not
2: the same. Yeah, I hate that. That sucks.
3: Also,
0: if they change the recipe too, sometimes they'll change slightly the recipe of the color yeah. because a specific dye is no longer available or something. So they have to modify it. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. I've or seen dye that lots in too. general. Yeah. Yeah, dye lots is a whole thing too. If you get a whole bunch in one dye lot and then it's like, oh man, I'm one off though from that sort of quantity and that it's dye, dye lot is just never the same. <laughs> it's, nope. And then you're- You are got to find it. a different project for that now. <laughs> Or blend it really well. Yeah, um, that too. While you're working Alternate on it. Alternate schemes.
0: Yeah, pretty much. So as all of you know, I have a ton of irreplaceable yarn. I am a bit of a collector to say so myself. And most of it is, I w- well, actually I would say, well, now that less, like you said, less traveled is Uh, also going out of business that actually made more yard
3: (laughs) on my board.
0: I have a bunch of less traveled on there too. Um, so, uh, between less, between less traveled and groovy who's, I have, um, basically two defunct, not defunct, but like no longer selling, uh, dyers. So get
1: it anymore.
0: No. And, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with my groovy hues. I think it's just because out of every, besides like the what Megan Jess have been doing, I haven't seen like, I just, her colorways were just so out of this world. Like just it really so yeah. different. It
2: really, really works. I've
0: just never seen anyone do something similar to what she's done. Um, my friend uh, Christine did introduce me to somebody else. I can't remember their name. Um, of the dyer but they they do also this kind of like out there galaxy like very vibrant kind of colorways too so I'm following them I'll see like how it is and if it's good you know I'll like give a shout out but but she was actually the one who also introduced me to Groovy Hughes and so she's got good oh she does have good (laughs) taste. yes absolutely yeah so I've been I've been struggling with that a lot because I you know what do you like oh my god if I use this it's over you know um don't at it anymore unless I hang up the project. Right. <laughs> so I've actually gotten to a point now, especially now that I haven't bought yarn in since September of 22. I have not bought any yarn. not Six even, months. You not made even, six
2: months now. It's yeah, March.
0: Not even a single, not even a little. Like I've bought tools. I've definitely bought tools. I've bought like implements and notions, but I've not bought any yarn. Um, and I feel like it has given me like a new appreciation for my stash because I know I like, that's my option. Yeah. Um, and because of that, um, I'm finding, I'm looking at those skeins in a new light. And with that, I am trying to take these irreplaceable yarns off the pedestal. Um, because at the end of the day, the people who created those yarns did not create them to sit on a pegboard for literally 15 years. (laughs) Yeah, you know, like, no, so
1: that's fair. They they created them so that you would use them and, exactly and make things
0: with them as a supply. Yeah. So so now that I'm looking at it in that direction, now it's like okay. So what what do I make with it? Like what what is good for it? So what ideas do you guys have for what to what kind of projects would be good for an irreplaceable, What you consider a special yarn? We'll say less irreplaceable, but more of a special. Kind of
2: yarn. Well, honestly, when I'm when I'm kind of lost about what to do with a particular yarn, especially if it's something that is a little out of my wheelhouse in the terms of color, um, I like to go on Ravelry and look at what did other people make with that yarn. Mm, that's fair. And see how it looks knit up. And that gives me a little bit of an idea of, you know, how I want to use it. One of the reasons I I really stopped knitting socks was that it it made me so sad when they would wear out Um, because I would, you know, I'd have these beautiful socks that were made with beautiful yarns and then they would get holes in them. And I mean, I know that's the point of socks, but it always made me so sad when they wore out so that was part of the reason why I steered clear um that being said if you are someone that loves to knit socks and you want to make a very beautiful pair of socks out of your special yarn like find your joy do it yeah um I'm I'm definitely not saying like don't knit socks out of special yarn because some people love to do that um (laughs) I love to do that I know you do out of out of special yarn. I, I would definitely not say steer clear of that, but I would say pick something, pick projects that you enjoy knitting. Don't just pick a project because you're like, oh, I think this yarn would be good with that. Like, Especially if you've had that yarn on hold for a while, you want to enjoy the experience. You don't mm-hmm. want to be like gritting your teeth with every stitch as you right. use your precious yarn. No, so it's if true. Like, if you're like an accessory person- Look more towards accessories or towards sweaters, you know, find something that you really think you'll enjoy knitting so you get the full, you know, joy out of the experience. Find your joy. Find your joy.
0: Well, I also feel to that point that you have to, it's almost like a 50-50 thing. You have to find something that you enjoy making. And then if it's usually these type of yarns are delicate, so you have to, you can't machine wash them you can't throw them in the dryer. Um, you have to take care of them in a really special way. So I also would say, find something that you enjoy knitting and that you will be okay with the care for process afterwards. Yeah, oh, fair. Because it's you could fair. like making sweaters, but you could absolutely hate steaming and blocking sweaters afterwards. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, that w- that that goes back to kind of this idea which you briefly mentioned, Meg, which is kind of pick a low use, um, delicately handled project. So some that I think that are really good for this are shawls, cowls or capelets because cowls, unless you use a cowl in a, um, like if you're like sweating or something like that, then you obviously need to like take care of it. But for the most part, um shawls in particular are very versatile you can wear them in a lot of different ways and typically don't sit right on your skin unless it's like summertime or something like that so you can protect them from kind of getting that bo nastiness that well, well, the skin kind of, oils
1: and, yes um, you know, doesn't yeah. need as
0: much cleaning yeah um cows too to a degree i feel like especially longer ones don't need as much either Um, but I would suggest something in a heavier weight if you're going to do cowl and I put in capelets because, um, it doesn't go under your pits,
3: (laughs) you know, so
0: like you have this like sweater feeling garment, but it's not under an area that's going to see a lot of action, so to speak. (laughs) So you're not going to get as much wear and tear. Um, I mean, if you could say hats, too, if you're not going to wear them in like a very rough kind of way, because there's some people that will treat their hats in that capacity. But gloves, socks, and I would say sweaters to a degree um, are a little bit more rough and tough. Like you got there's more wear and tear there. Um, But what else do you guys think in terms of
2: that? sweaters you also have the um, the possibility that you may not fit them forever mm. and you may wind up in the same situation where the sweater becomes either too big or too small where now instead of having a beautiful skein of yarn on your wall you have a beautiful sweater in your drawer and <laughs> again it's not the being... same problem <laughs> yeah it's just in a different spot yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like the idea of like taking something special and sending it out into the world.
2: Yeah. Like giving it away?
1: Yeah. Like leaving we'll it on the street it.
0: for someone to find? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Just so you guys know, that where that came from is because everyone's going to go, what the hell did that come from? So we were playing around with uh, uh, the chat bot, that chat GBT bot. I like to call him Chad. Chad. Uh, apparently, according to Dre, and um, we tried to see what he would like come up with um, if we gave him a summary of one of our episodes, and he uh, insinuated that I that I in particular uh, enjoy leaving projects on the street for
2: random people to find. As I kids. mean, stop stop acting As like you don't. Oh <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, and just just putting yeah. yeah. the hats yeah. out your car window and sticking a cowl in someone's yeah. mailbox randomly yeah.
0: absolutely yeah sure that's exactly what that's that's
2: how we do <laughs>
0: that's how it be but yeah i can understand what you mean by sent. now that we've derailed yeah, i can understand it's, that. it's like yeah. it's
1: special to me mm-hmm. you know as as it's skeined up and as i'm working on it you know i'm finding a lot of joy and maybe the project is beautiful but it's not for me I like the idea Mm -hmm. of giving something special to me to somebody else.
0: And, you know, on that capacity, if you're more of a process knitter, Mm -hmm. I feel like if you really enjoy, I know this sounds kind of creepy, but you could kind of take little short videos of you knitting with the yarn. So, like, if you ever wanted to, like, be nostalgic. You could revisit the memory. You could revisit it. No, because, like, I have memory issues. I will, like, forget. Like, as soon as it is gone, it's gone. Like, I don't think about it anymore. And I feel I'm like of sight out of mind. So. Yeah. And I feel like maybe you could just like take little you know, I've seen people do little reels where they're just kind of knitting and just that's it. Um so I feel like you could do little short video you don't have to necessarily post them anywhere, but they could be for you just to revisit a special skein of yarn that you have <laughs> or something. I don't know. Uh Jess, did you wanna chime in or
3: I mean you guys covered most of it, but another thing you could do is like like knitted or crocheted or whatever fabric art like art that you can do I like that with it. There's a lot of patterns out there if, if if you search right that's like they they make these like things that you can kind of like hang up as like not even color work. I mean there are beautiful color works out there but like just patterns that come together that look really cool and you can hang them up as as a A piece in your house so you can actually just look at it whenever you want. And I thought those were cool. I like that. That is really cool. Hold on to super special skeins. I kind of feel that way about my swatches.
2: I almost want to keep them just to...
3: I mean, we're going to use those as coasters, but...
2: (laughs) Yeah, the ones that I've knit were like, oh, coasters. Yeah, there we go. Nice. (laughs) That's what we've been doing with them. But you could also turn them into a blanket
3: or something. Yeah,
0: that gets me into... Another idea that I had, which was to basically take, identify all the different kind of irreplaceable yarn that you have, and then group the ones that are similar in base together, and then determine ones that you can group together to work on a larger project, like a fade or a blend or a color work mm. project. Yeah, so absolutely. if you have like, a, like say you're a big fingering weight fan, you have a bunch of fingering weight yarn, you can put, um, find the ones that are like similar um, plies. And <laughs> I was doing this, I was like, the spin! Uh, no, uh, find ones that are similar plies and then put them with each other. And then you can, if the colors kind of mesh together in some wear
3: fashion. It's a Um, complimentary. Yeah. You can also, if you're doing it that way, look for like um, patterns made for Advent, yarn Advents. Yeah. Yeah.
2: For multiple colors. Uh, So a couple of years ago, I did the Ash and Bumble. Um, They did like a birds, bird of the month club. And I like birds. So (laughs) I did that. Um, And so they were all limited edition skeins. And and I've I've struggled, really struggled. Like, what am I going to do with these? I don't think I've used, Oh no, I've used one. I used one in a shawl, um, but all of the others, I'm, I'm just like, I don't know what to do. And I actually, um, at the beginning of the year, one of my, my resolutions was to use more of my stash and I put a whole bunch of them together, um, into different fades. Yeah. I have two, two like up on deck. One's a a fade and the other is a, is just a shawl that requires three colors. So I haven't gotten up the uh, guts to start winding them yet but you know the intention is there it's gonna happen that's half the battle yeah it is half the battle
0: see i did
1: a yarn i did a yarn subscription for a while too uh like years ago Mm -hmm. and i don't think i've i don't think i've used any of the yarn really i don't think i've knit anything with any of the yarn that i got from that subscription i did that for like a year wow I know.
2: I remember it was always fun to go to your house and you'd have like the box on the table and it's like, ooh, what did Drea get this morning? <laughs> <laughs> it was like a surprise.
1: I mean, fairly speaking, it was more like retail therapy for me at the time. Yeah, yeah. I was I was sad when I got my yarn boxes and the yarn boxes made me happy. <laughs>
3: I mean, because it's yarn, how could it not make you happy?
1: I think I have a lot of yarn that I used to consider as special or irreplaceable. And I think that I've lost that attachment to a lot of these things, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Yeah. They've, they've just been sitting there for so long. And I don't remember getting it. I don't remember wanting it. I don't remember <laughs> where I got it. And I think that's actually going to help me in the upcoming months and years to just use it because I'm, I'm losing that attachment to it.
2: That's got to be helpful. Yeah yeah chip away at the nostalgia
1: yeah it's not special it's it's just it's meant to be used and i think that that's going to be my new mindset moving forward
0: i like that there is i think it is uh her name her username is alabaster pearl she's doing a challenge where every day she has to make one thing not a huge thing just like a little thing and she does a lot of machine knitting. Mm-hmm. So she's been like cranking out like a headband or a hat or like a scrunchie or like something like that. And um like she's able and she's only using stash yarn. Nice. Which is like, I I think is kind of cool. And so and like the last video I watched from her, she had like a she found like like a section of her yarn that was just a bunch of barf. She's like, come, God. come here barf and oh, then like no. she like showed the video of her like getting the barf and like re-rolling it and then like putting it in the machine and making like a headband out of it and it's like kind of nice that you're like giving something that was otherwise an ugly little barf ball
3: like, a
0: chance new life. Yeah. New, life. new life give it a chance to be yeah. something
2: that's so real though i mean who doesn't have yarn barf somewhere in there yeah. oh yeah. i've got yarn
0: barf
1: in places <laughs>
0: I actually have been using my Squirrel Swift to like wind up some of that because it, because you can like, if you can just get it into some kind of circular something, it doesn't have to be as a huge skein, you know, the wide circle. It can be like a little circle and you can pull the wheels together and it can hold that small little wind. So what I've been doing is winding it around my chair, like if it's barfed. And then just winding it around the top of the chair, and then sticking it on the squirrel swift, and I, swift, and then I make it into a ball. But yeah, I think it's just for me. It's like it just needs to it just needs to be something at this point. I think I'm I'm leaving slowly this whole like can't touch that can't touch that can't touch that. I think I was more that way probably um, when I started mm. because you have such a limited stash. Yeah, you know, it's all special, right? And then once you get to the point that you don't remember where skeins came from, that is the point that you need to start using the yard. <laughs> I have reached that point. Yeah. Or yeah. you
2: get to the point where you're like, yes, I love the Malabrigo. It's lovely. I can buy 10 more skeins of that if I yes. need it. I can go down to the store. It is gorgeous and I love the color, but I can get more of the color. Right. Like, exactly. You, you do. You get, you finally get that through your head, that, what you originally felt might be like your precious skeins are not, they're, they're still precious. They're still nice, but they're not impossible to find. You can get more.
0: I'm yeah. Sure. So I feel like, um, too, besides like that fact of like, you know, if it's not necessarily irreplaceable, like it's something you actually can physically replace. Um, if it's something that's, um, like that. I have, so my kids are starting to get into fiber arts. In particular, my youngest is starting to crochet. And which by the way, I am like a terrible crochet teacher. And like somehow this kid is crocheting better than me. I don't know how that happened, but like- She practices more than you. I know she does, but like, I'm so confused because like she can actually make like a square and I don't even know how to do that. (laughs) I don't know where she learned that from. Anyway, uh, I think she's just been playing with it. But what has been fun actually is- I let her, I at, tell her, cause I don't want her to feel like there is no, no yarns. Like she can't touch anything. If she goes to my office and she can reach it and she wants to use it, she can use the yarn. Wow. So guess what she pulled the other day? Groovy Hughes. Yep. She pulled out my, my pink speckled, my, I think it's <laughs> called like unicorn barf or something like that. And she pulled it out and she started crocheting with it. And I was like, I'm, I'm okay with this.
2: That is so much personal yeah. growth, Tina. It I really know, is. I
0: really was. I was okay with it. Cause I said to myself, I was like, for one, I'm not going to yell at my kid for something that she has no concept of what, why yeah, it's yeah, special. Yeah, it's,
3: just, it's a pretty yarn.
0: And two, I am happy that she also thinks that this is an awesome yarn. Like it's not just me. Like that she appreciates the fact that this is also a cool yarn. Um, and you
1: get to appreciate that it's getting used.
0: Yeah. And the other good thing, too, is like she'll crochet something and then she won't even like cut it off or anything like that. She'll just undo it and like put it back. So it's just little <laughs> bark, like <laughs> these little very bark good. balls on top of my cakes You <laughs> of her like trying out projects. Very um, good. Very good. But again, like it's, I'm okay with it. Like it's, she's having fun. And I think you just got to detach, 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 and just use it, send it out. Like Drea said, just. <laughs> Well, I've also come to
1: believe that you're never going to find the perfect pattern. If you nope. if you are of the mindset that you need to find the absolute perfect pattern to do your yarn justice, like that's why it's sitting on your shelf for so long. You're not, you're never going to find it. So I would yeah. find something that would make you happy, you know?
2: Instead of waiting for the mythical white whale of, I have another suggestion. And this works for me. I don't know if it works for other people. I have found that the biggest hump to using a yarn is that I just think they're so damn pretty in the hank Mm. on the wall. And I have found at least for me that some of the like untouchable magic goes away when I cake it. Mm -hmm. Once it's caked, it's like, okay, it's, it's no step. longer pristine. I'm ready to go. I probably got pissed at it at least <laughs> once while I was eating it. <laughs> but yeah, it, it kind of, it, and, and I'm, I I'm sure that doesn't work for everybody, but it definitely works for me. It kind of takes a little bit of the like pressure off that, mm-hmm. you know what, okay, now it's caked. Now it it's, it's never going to be back in its pristine little Hank in its, in its ball band hanging up anymore. So you know what? Time to just use it. Takes the pressure off. The
1: first step is always the hardest.
2: It really is. And I, I the do. The first I
0: love- cut is the deepest. <laughs>
1: Baby,
2: I know. Okay, I'm done. Sorry. I do. I, I do love how they look like when they're all like neatly wound and, and in the hank and they've got the ball band and they just look so nice. But the cake also shows you what they're going to look a little more accurately, what they're going to look like knit up right. as well. Yeah. So you, it, it can also make you more excited because it's like, oh, look at that. That looks totally different and totally cool and get you really excited to knit <laughs> with it. So it takes the edge off a little bit.
0: That's it for this week's topics. For additional content and opportunities to connect with the cast, check out our Patreon or our website at pardonmystache.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more laughs, tears, and Drea. Me. At Parted My Stache.